Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mulder, here today to talk about episode six of Secret Invasion. I am not alone. I am joined with two other Infinity Bros of the six Infinity Bro rotating cast. First, it is the man who's been with me in the chair for the last five episodes. It's Infinity Bro Mark. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back. Perfect time. Let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, he's returned from a five-week absence. We're glad he's here. He's doing a lot behind the scenes, but we're grateful for him. It's Isaac Edlund. Good to be back, guys. This is, I know. This is, I put these these uh, earphones on, and I was like, man, when's the last time I podcasted? It's been it's been a hot minute, so good to be back. Well, we're, we're glad you're here, Isaac, and Infinity Bros Universe, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. We're glad you're here. Hey, we'd love to encourage you to check out some other stuff. Join our Discord. Check out our social media Everything we do outside of this podcast, it's in the link in the show notes. So you want to just click down there, check us out, uh, maybe get some merch. We'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on this episode as we talk about Secret Invasion, the newest episode of Disney Plus, episode six, entitled Home. Synopsis reads, all hope for humanity rests on Fury's shoulders. It's directed by Elise Salim, uh, written by Kyle Bradstreet, Brian Tucker, Jonathan Herbspeen. Uh, it starts Samuel L. Jackson, Olivia Coleman. Uh, Martin Freeman getting a uh, credit this episode. Amelia Clark, Don Cheadle, Nisha Aliyah, Pink Kingsley, Ben Adir, Killian Scott, Charlene Woodard, and Uriel Emil. This is going to be a spoiler review. So before we move any further on this episode, I'm going to go ahead and give you a spoiler warning. So don't come back and listen until you've seen the episode. This is your spoiler warning. This is... Prepare yourself. And Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. And then we're going to rate some things. We're going to rate characters. We're going to rate moments. We might rate previous episodes we've talked about. So we want to make sure you're familiar with our rating system. We're going to go ahead and put that bumper right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. All right, Isaac, you haven't been on the last couple episodes to talk about this. Uh, can you give us just a brief idea of where you're coming into episode six? So episodes one through five, what would be your rating of this show through five episodes uh, when you came into episode six this week? Honestly, I would say I aligned with you guys very well on all of the previous reviews that you've done. Um, if you listeners go back and, and listen to all of the previous uh, review episodes of one through five, I mean, I, I have listened to these episodes and I, I basically message you guys in the group chat and say, this is pretty much exactly what I think. Um, I think it started out really strong. The first two, three episodes were great. And then... I don't know, man, it kind of lost its way. And these last few episodes, unfortunately, um, were underwhelming. So honestly, what it kind of turned out to be was every other Marvel Disney Plus show, <laughs> which is kind of sad to say. But uh, yeah, it just I really like the premise and the tone of the show. They just I think if I could sum all of my thoughts up in like a phrase, it would be missed opportunity. Because they they had something that was really cool. They had something that they could have done so much more with, but they tried to cram everything into this six episode format that they've been using for Disney Plus. And it just I don't know, it just didn't it didn't work for me, honestly. 
Um, do, it, do you guys want me to give me my rating for? You might as well. You've taken now? us this far, Isaac. Just go ahead and give us your rating. I think for the finale episode, I would give the episode a, I'd give it a four point seven five out of six. I think it was solid. There was some stuff that they did really well, but also kind of just turned out like every other Marvel finale. Like you're left on episode five wondering how the heck are they going to wrap this up? And they do, but not in a really super satisfying way. So 4.75 out of six for me for the finale episode. Mark, I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to go next or do you want to go last? I'll go next. I could literally just copy, plagiarize everything Isaac just said. I also (laughs) give it a 4.75 out of six. I I know Max will probably give it a 4.2. That's kind of been our... Our things See, we've been like a, we've been like a half rating behind yeah, each other and you're always a little bit lower than me um so i'm not surprised if you give it that lower but i would definitely say i probably wouldn't say it felt like it was getting iffy in, a, in the last episode but this episode definitely to me didn't land the plane the landing gear went out it crashed a little everyone's safe on the plane but it wasn't a top-notch landing in my opinion i thought i thought the final I feel like we talked about it. Like we we kind of predicted this fight scene would happen where it's two super skulls fighting. And of course, and then a freaking spoilers, they just like, oh yep, I'm just gonna Kamehameha through Gravik's chest and that'll be the end of it. <laughs> Doesn't grow back. Oopsies. Mm-hmm. Like when when the scene when we got that scene where um Nick Fury's like, yeah, I just want you to leave the planet. You can take it, but just leave the planet. And I was like, oh great, this is gonna be a great ending. And he'll go off planet slowly. He'll still be a villain down the road. But nope, didn't do that. At the end of the day, knew who the villains are? People. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to be a way lower rating than you two, but I, I'm going to echo a lot of things, but I'm going to be way more critical probably, it sounds like. Uh, no, this is this is on par with WandaVision. Um, this is pretty bad. Uh, no. This is... This is- Ow. This is two out of six for me, guys. Two out of six? Yeah. Holy um, here, cow. Here's, here's my thoughts. Again. Here's my thoughts here. Who hurt you? Did you have a bad day? <laughs> I think Nick it's Fury. ridiculous that like, Gaia got all those powers all together, and she's just walking around now. I think that made no sense. That doesn't connect to anything that's done in comics. They shouldn't be making new things for the sake of making new things because they have so much at their disposal that that will create better hype and can create better opportunities. I think Gaia as a character herself was fine without the powers. The powers are unnecessary and ridiculous. And it creates this really big problem now, Mark, that I don't know how Marvel's going to solve that problem. Like, is so it just the, to create... What's your problem? Let's tell us. I think problem. the problem is having essentially the most powerful character. She can do Doctor Strange, the Hulk. Ebony Ma. Uh, Ebony Ma, she, uh, sorry, Ebony Ma. She do Ebony Ma, Doctor, uh, uh, the Hulk. She can do Drax. Thanos. She has all these Thanos. She has Mantis's powers. Rounder. She has she has Captain Marvel's powers, who essentially Captain, Captain Marvel's like top Four three group. She has Winter Soldier. I, I I just think that's ridiculous that they did that. I think it was completely unnecessary. Did she also have Quicksilver? Because I feel like there's a scene that either she got small 
phased she had, or ran she had ghost. She had ghost. Ah, that's who it was. Okay. That's that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, did they get Quicksilver's blood too? But that would have been like yep. a long time ago. It but. said, I think it said ghost on there. Okay, I missed that. You know, ghost wasn't in the Battle of, of Earth, but my assumption is they got her stuff from Ant Man and the Wasp, the show, the movie. I, I just think that battle and the CGI was dreadful in that scene. I was okay. like, here's where I don't know. Money you, you go, you go see the Flash movie. No sure, CGI. <laughs> like yeah. that, like that is yeah. always compared to modern CGI. It's like nothing can be that bad. Sure. Yeah. And, and you can go hear our Flash review. We have reviewed that, that movie, by the way. So I would encourage you to go check it out. Um, no, I, I think that was ridiculous. I think Nick Fury called and said it's time. That was a huge buildup at the end of episode five. There's nobody that shows up here, guys. It's, I mean, it's Gaia, but like that's, that's, that was so paint by numbers. Captain Marvel was going to show up at the end of this. Like, I really, I really did like, too. Like, they did was, Captain Marvel without Carol Danvers. We're going to see the, the nukes being launched and like right before, like, oh, they're going to blow up. Like, she say, she like grabs him, like chucks into space. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. This was a great moment for Carol Danvers to be part of this. This made complete sense. And Carol Danvers' character, this is an aside. I'm, this has nothing to do with the show. Carol Danvers, Carol Danvers needs to be lifted up and propped up because the, the public perception of her is really bad right now. To get back to the show, um, they really, really, really pivoted on Fury and Priscilla's relationship, which I liked. I'm okay with that. But my problem in the grand scheme of this show is the Secret Invasion story arc is way better than anything we got on TV today. They built up so much in those first, essentially, four, three, three, four episodes. They built up, this is going to be a big problem down the line. And then what do they do? I mean, even in the closing scenes, the, the president decides, and we'll talk about all this, but the president decides we're going to kill all of them. And then people are going around shooting all these scrolls that were like in hiding the, in these prominent spots. Instead of letting them stay there and letting them show up later, they killed them. They didn't let anybody hang around but Gaia. They didn't let Kingsley Benadir hang around, who Gravik was the best part of this episode, guys. His talk with, with Gaia was, I, we'll talk about all this. I'm just, I'm so disappointed in Disney+. Plus. I'm so disappointed in this. The only thing that Disney+, Plus has given us, is the Mandalorian. All these Disney Plus shows have been botches. Loki too, because of what's happening with Jonathan Majors. That's the only reason. Like Loki itself was good, but because of Jonathan Majors, that is essentially not going to work now because his life is probably going to ruin how great that final episode was. I think these shows are officially a miss. I'm now in the camp that we need to remove those completely from the canon. I would agree with Bob Iger's assessment. I think it has ruined Disney. I used uh, three weeks ago, I was like, no, you're just making crappy stuff. But at this point, I'm like, he's kind of right. I, I think they need to get back to just movies and let it be. And I think this is a great example. They're, the first five episodes were there and they gave us 35 minutes, guys. 35 minutes, $212 million. I just, I'm done with it. I'm I'm shocked the budget was 212 million because it did definitely did not reflect that in the show. Like that I, final I feel episode like, probably got got a hundred of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, with I mean there was more CGI in that one fight than there was pretty much probably the whole series up until that point. So it looked probably. clunky. It looked clunky. So I look I I appreciate that they tried. There's some things they do here that I'm like cool. That'll be good and. Yes, technically they're still out there. So, Mark, you and I have said for five weeks straight, like, 
they could they could do something later. We've always assumed that, but this is this like, might be a worse drop off than Marvel than WandaVision because because at least with WandaVision, I can point to the other episodes as you know, episodes one through eight. That's tremendous storytelling. There were things in those in those episodes that I'm like, they still hold on to. I I don't know what I can hold on to in this. The roadie stuff I can't hold on to. I I can't hold on to Maria Hill. They kind of built it up the whole time, Mark, as if she might come back. They were building that up. Like I they they just they wrote all these things that could, they did what WandaVision did. They said it could be this, it could be this, it could be this, and it was none of it. It was just nothing. And I'm kind of getting done with that with Disney Plus. I'm like, show me your stop. Like, just it, that, I think that's why I like She-Hulk so much, because at least She-Hulk did weird stuff, and I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> well, and there's been multiple people pointing out on the internet that we had She-Hulk, and in that finale where she kind of goes meta and like explains the whole yeah finale formula episode. Guess what we got? <laughs> we got basically that same exact formula yeah. that she explains in that episode in in this finale. And it's like, yeah, I guess I I mean, we keep saying that superhero fatigue is not a thing, but it's hard to refute when when sh- companies are putting out stuff like The Flash and all of these Disney Plus shows. It's like, man, this is just not good product. So there's not necessarily a superhero fatigue. It's it's bad product fatigue more so. Like if you make a good product, it doesn't matter if it's superhero. It doesn't matter what the genre is. If it's a good product, people are going to like it and people are going to go to it. But yeah, you just put out stuff like this and guess what? Nobody's going to care about it anymore eventually. So that's yeah, a bummer. Mark, anything else about the general? I mean, we'll talk about some of this I stuff. Mean, It'll, we'll I, rehash it. Like touch on that. It's like, it's not like it's, bad product it's not I bad would, yeah it's i wouldn't like call it not. bad straight up and, and i wouldn't even say this is the worst disney plus show no i don't I, agree with that either yeah. it's not the worst disney plus show Miss but, Marvel's worst. yeah i like it's just not the level that they have been creating you know movies and and things up until end of whatever phase three when was it end game was that the end of phase three uh, phase, was phase four phase three phase four phase you know four, yeah. like or, up until that leading, point. leading up or the end of phase or the end of end game whatever. was phase four yeah phase three it was the end yeah, of phase the, three the oh, level yeah. of quality that we're getting with these projects just has taken a hit and you like like you said max i mean Iger said it that there's so much content out there that i mean they the, there's when there's so much product out there eventually the con the quality of the content is just gonna basically dilute i don't know i feel like that's just a scapegoat to like lead the masses to when they start start making less i think this is where i believe i think bob biker is in a position where he knows what's going to happen with this writer and actor strike that he is um grooming us audience members to to show us, oh, we're going to probably have to pay these actors more, but know what's going to happen in the long run? We're going to make less things. And know what Fine. I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you this is, I'm going to preempt it and be like, oh, this is this is what's probably going to happen. So then when it really does happen, you're not blaming Bob Iger for that. Bob Iger already told you what you should blame for it. Now, here's, here's where I won't let ever let Bob Iger off the hook. Disney Plus was Bob Iger's baby. Disney Plus was what Bob Iger was like, we will do this before I leave. 
He mm-hmm. made everybody do it. He did. Yeah. Go back in history. He was the guy that that he saw what Netflix was doing. And Disney Plus was a good idea, but COVID hit. And so that took financial hits for everybody. And then all the bad product stuff we're talking about kicks in. And if every, if, if every Marvel show had been at the level of Mandalorian, heck, if three of these shows had been what Mandalorian is, where it was like, and I think people point to WandaVision, I point to Loki. I think Loki was that. But Loki has the misfortune of Jonathan Majors just, his life got in the way. But that was always a threat to Marvel, in my opinion. Like, there was going to come a point with Marvel where somebody was going to, Chadwick Boseman died. Or somebody was going to have, like, a life thing where that it pushed them off the map. And it was like, okay, we have to we have to either replace them or we have to find a way to write them out of this story. And I, I mean, that's that's a risk with any project, though, I feel like. It's not well, not with a created universe. A shared universe one. is what I mean. When you have a shared universe where Jonathan Majors is so important for a Kang dynasty, that's where it's different. Um, I just I just think where Secret Invasion really dropped the ball, Mark, is, is you and I were like, okay, we walked through this every week for five weeks, cautiously optimistic. We were like, okay, we guarded ourselves. We were like, okay, we're, we're going in with low expectations. And every week we felt like they're, they're doing some cool stuff here. And then they just, they totally were formulaic. And like Nick Fury just rides off into the sunset. So he can be ready for Marvels. It's just wow. Yeah, like I really wish. Like this is what I always thought these shows should have done. You don't end on a happy note with these shows. You end with a big cliffhanger to like, and that's what the, going back to the original formula. That's what the, the movies, movies did. You, yeah. yeah, you basically slingshotted us into and like movies like, um, like I Captain Marvel movie. It was yeah. it didn't like create an issue, but it basically like hey this person's gonna show up it like gave her back it basically was an origin story in a sense but yeah, well, yeah I de- and, and that's what these her, movies should always post credit scene yeah her post credit scene is and we didn't she get a post credit right scene at all in this series mark you stole it from me how do you not have a post credit scene for the marvels after this how do you all, not have that because like you had sense. nick fury be like i'm done i'm quitting so like that's how we're gonna end it it's literally like nope we're going back up to saber and we're gonna hold like, hands I, and make love oh, man. <laughs> yeah you, you're stealing the words from me mark i love this is a terrible episode. This is one of the worst where, like, episodes Secret, in all the Disney Plus shows. Invasion should have ended. It's actually rated with, on Rotten Tomatoes as the worst uh, episode of Marvel television. It's ever. it's in my opinion, it's the worst too. It it might it's it's just behind the WandaVision finale to me because the WandaVision finale had such a like we're gonna we're about to go bonkers and this one just oh this this felt like just a counterpunch. Okay, Fury confronts Gravik at New Skrullos. We know this is Gaia. Uh, she gives him the harvest and asks him to spare Earth and conquer other planets. Gravik. Now, this is what I'll say about this episode. The Gravik stuff here, guys, is really good. His communication of like, I'm going to kill them because you didn't honor a 30-year request. I'm all in. I was like, I'm buying this villain. I'm totally in. If If he survives this and a secret invasion overall story happens... Let's make him my leader. I am all in on that. And then we, obviously, he uses the harvest. Uh, can we get, I want to double check everybody on the harvest real quick. Well, you're looking into that. I, I do want to make a comment. Like, I I liked this scene a lot because it kind of redeemed Gravik in this show for me. Because they started out really strong with him the first, like, two, three episodes. Like, he was this cold, calculating, like, he was basically you know intelligence wise like fury's like counter you know person he was like two steps ahead of everybody 
And then all of a sudden, episode five was the one that really threw it off for me. Like Gravik just goes off and just kills half of his people and like just get he just becomes another like angry bad guy. And this this scene where he's talking to Fury does bring it back to like, okay, yes, Gravik does have a plan instead of just I'm angry and I'm gonna go kill everybody type. Well, of he thing. he had to kill everybody because they were trying to overthrow him and he was power hungry. Like at the end yeah. of the day, it was, it, it's, it's this, like his, his motives are understandable, which is what oh, we sure. Want. Yeah. His motives are understandable, He's but like villain. the cold calculated dude from episodes two and yeah, three yeah, yeah. wouldn't have had to kill anybody. He would no, have been he like, known. he, he would have been known. like, here, I've got this in my back pocket. So if you guys don't follow me, guess what? And then they would sure. have done, yeah, but instead he has to get angry and kill half of his people to get everybody else to be on the same page. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're not quite as scary as you were in the first half of the Here's season. the complete list of uh, characters that were in um, The Harvest. So Abomination, that's why his ears look that way. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, Captain America, Captain Marvel, the Chitari, Corvus Glaive, Drax, Ebony Ma, Gamora, Ghost, Hulk, Korg, Mantis, the Outriders, Proxima Midnight, Thanos, Thor, Valkyrie, and the Winter Soldier. So, Mark, you were right. Thanos is on that list. Mm-hmm. And, and then they also Ghost had is on that list. And from the previous one, they have the Frost Beast, Extremist Groot, and then Call of Sidian, too. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. so I I just let's talk about this. Like I said this in my review. I think this was the worst decision that I think has been made to date in all of the MCU to have somebody that essentially has every power of every major hero is ridiculous. This is, this is ridiculous. There's nobody this refers to like, am I, am I off base here guys? Like, am I just thinking they're writing themselves into this corner where essentially this is just a super scroll version of Talos? Like that's all this is. They, they got rid of Ben Mendelsohn. They just did the same thing we had with, with Talos and Nick Fury and made it female. Like that's all they did here, but they gave the female this massive power surge. So anybody that has feedback about how female characters are being written to just have powers automatically without earning them. We're getting that argument once again here with Gaia. Well, that, so this is what's interesting. Like, I agree with you on that. Like the whole sentiment on that, where it's like, she was just given this and earn it type of thing. But it'll be interesting. Now I'm, I'm like I'm bought in to see what they're gonna do with her because you're right. Like, are they building up that like, hey, maybe our next villain's gonna be Galactus, so like they'll need someone like this, or are they gonna is is her thing like, oh nope, I'm gonna go off planet. But then um, what's her name? Like basically recruits her at the end too. So it'll be interesting. But anyways, coming back full circle to this, how they how she kills Gravik is how basically you could just have Captain Marvel fight him, fight him at the end. I agree. That's how I feel about that. Honestly, like it kind of seemed like the writers maybe maybe wanted Captain Marvel and Disney was like, ah, we don't want to pay Brie Larson a lot of money to do a cameo in this or something like that. If so, they're if, just like, oh, let's just make let's just you're make right, Gaia you, do it. Let's but, make Gaia do it. But then yeah, you're like coming back to it, it's like giving Gaia all these powers. Like, what's the <laughs> pardon what's the, pun, the point? The, what's the end game? Yeah, what's what is what is. You made the point earlier, Mark, of like, oh, we've been conditioned the opposite way to assume that Marvel 
just is so intelligent and so far ahead of everybody else that they clearly have a plan here with Amelia Clark. I do not buy that. I do not buy it anymore. I'm done with that. When it comes to the shows, I don't think they have a plan, Mark. I think they're just leaving it there. We've been talking about scrolls in the MCU, like on our podcast for years, like six years. We thought that Marvel had a plan for scrolls in the MCU for years and years and years. And here we are now, finally at secret invasion, the penultimate like show that scrolls are the big thing. And here we are. And it's just like, Oh yeah. Rhodey. Okay. Well, yeah, basically everybody knew that even before all of this, but nothing like they couldn't show us yeah. one other person in that the end scene, like when they had all the people yeah. down there. Agreed. They, they pulled that guy's like shawl back, and it's just a random dude. Put somebody important there. Yeah. Put put, put somebody put somebody that, from Wakanda. That's there. what Agreed. that would that would. Oh. I'm I'm like flat I'm so flustered with that because you're right. You can just put like someone like um who'd be important right now? Like like the Sam Wilson thing. Could you imagine if the shawl gets in Sam Wilson? You're like, what the hell? Bonkers. That would be bonkers, man. And that sets up and that sets everything. And then you don't talk anything, and then you just have this hype across the internet for for And guess what? That hype probably elevates my score from a four point seven five to like a five point yeah. two or something like that or like, even having like colby like smothers that feet, alone feet down there too i mean uh maria hill yeah. like that's another one it's like oh okay yeah i mean you could have you could have had betty ross from from hulk you, yeah you could have you could have put there's so many people or like what if wong was down there what if that was a reveal like wong, we're like oh, wong, oh my gosh that's what we have to deal with that where it's like wong's the yeah i totally forgot about that we totally have like during uh was it she hulk yeah. You're like Wong is a scroll. You could have He's put Wilson dead. Fisk there. You could have put you. You just could have put so many people there. Oh, and then coming in this universe, uh, with when Rhodey's you know discovered there, do we think he can't move his legs because he they can't move they, his legs? Yeah. But, but are you sure though? Because they We're did a lot to that. They did a lot. Come back to that. I got questions. Close, Mark, like, I got questions about that. No, 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 no. We're, you, you gotta. We gotta chill. We gotta chill. We gotta keep going here. Chill. Let's I can't. Let's. We're coming back to Gaia. We're coming back to Gaia. Gaia and him fight. Um, she Kamehameha's him. This is the question I wanted to ask you guys. If they replace this with Captain Marvel, is it a better episode, Mark? Yes, yes or no? One hundred percent. I think so too. Yes, because Gaia still has the power, the other powers. But it's like, anyways, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna kill Gravik, uh, then I don't, because I don't like having Gaia with all these powers. That's my opinion. I I disagree with that honestly, though. I okay. I like having a Super Scroll in in the mcu i would have way preferred it to be gravic and actual villain but i do enjoy that we have one if if you keep gravic alive i would have liked to see captain marvel come in here but if you're gonna kill him off i guess i would like to see a screw super scroll in the I'm, mcu i'm not convinced gaia Guy could be a villain still. I still think there's a chance she could, could be. pull out could being be. the person. Well, that she's, with, I mean, Amelia Clark could pull it off. Yeah, she president could be a villain, so. kill them, and basically what's happening yeah. is people are just killing random. Like, because that's an end scene where it's like a real human just gets killed too because of yeah. Mm-hmm. Action. Yep. So, so that's probably um, what will lead to you know. I think th- that whole issue will lead to Brave New World with Captain. America. Yeah, I think Brave New World is going to explore that. At least I hope they do. But again, Mark, I can't count on that anymore. There was a time where I could. I I, I can't count on that. 
Um, Rava successfully convinces uh, Ritson to uh, authorize a nuclear strike. So Rava is the character that is posing as Rhodey. Um, she's tricked by Fallsworth into uh, arranging for Ritson's evacuation uh, as she attempts to retaliate, but she's killed by Nick Fury uh, in a standoff. Uh, Ritson eventually calls off this strike. This is all happening during the fight that we've talked about, so we're going to move on. Um, this allows Gaia to free Gravix human prisoners. Uh, so you got Ross, you got Rhodes. Um, so Ross is still alive. And that's it. So now here's well, the two questions okay. I had for you. I, I was, come back to this. Was Ross a scroll in Wakanda forever? That's the question yes, I have. I think he was. I think he was too. Yeah, I'm I'm on the board with that. And I think that's why he was really nervous with Julia Ray Dreyfus's character. Yeah. And I think that was the clue in that movie. Personally. Mm-hmm. I would like to know if if this whole place was radiated so bad, how are these people still alive? That was the question I was going to say after I asked about Rhodey. I mean, you are just Mark. Come on, come on, Mark. <laughs> Don't yeah, it doesn't make more. any sense, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Did the tech like keep them safe? I don't know. Well, that was my thought. It's like, why are you unhooking these people when you literally showed us on the screen how much radiation is here? Where it's like, is the tech keeping them safe? So don't don't unlock them until you know you can get them out safely. Yeah, I. It, yeah, terrible writing. That's terrible writing, guys. That's that's not. This isn't like, oh, we're going to let it go writing. No, this is like they're literally sitting on a nuclear power plant. They're sitting on Chernobyl. Yeah. Like, and, come on. And, and that's where I like, I want to come back. Now I want to talk about the roadie thing. I, I, they left it so ambiguous where it's like, because she says, you've been in here a long time. I was like, well, how long is that? Why he can't move his legs? Because he has. They, um, I totally thought they were going to like give us more clues to that because they cause, like what, they were leading to that, Mark. I, they were like, a, wow, you've been down here a long time. <laughs> it is just like, what is it like, called? Okay, what is okay, it called how long? When you've been bed for so long? Because that's what I thought he had. It's like he just hasn't walked for years. This, this would be civil right. war then, right? Like this, this yeah. would be yeah. civil war. Well, yes. If, if, so he's got the if, hospital gown on. That was kind of oh, my thinking I didn't that, that okay. it's Civil War because in Civil War, obviously, he's going through yeah, like, like your, all your, of his scans. Your audio is super loud. Just remember <laughs> all of his scans and stuff like that. So getting hyped. OK, I, 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 did, not, I excited, did not I notice the hospital gown. So that would make sense. Yeah. Make sense. So okay. he's wearing a hospital gown when he gets rescued. So that that was when people were thinking, oh yeah, that's definitely civil war. And it to would me make that sense. makes sense. So that means Rhodey has to too. experience his friend's death. Yes, that's Mark. Oh, Again, yes. oh my god. In, in that movie, oh. he's going to grieve the loss of Stark. Like that totally is what they're gonna do. They have to. And okay, does that make this placement of of a scroll that far back, does that make that better or worse? Because I've seen a lot of backlash on social media about that if he doesn't experience that i mean obviously like you said he's going to have to be grieving tony's death in the future of the mcu do you guys like that or do you think that is that means end game and infinity war roadie was a scroll the whole time yeah mm-hmm. oh right my God. oh my this is oh this is my. guys this is why i think there's a chance sam wilson could still be a scroll because but, but hang on well, because why, those two are linked at the hip throughout those two movies but now i'm also exp- yeah i don't know why i want to know why did nick fury do this has nick fury did, did nick fury be like you got to replace roadie because like that's the whole thought of no 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 nick fury but like nick what fury, was it because this is pre-blip when like you know s hit the fan he didn't know he didn't know yeah I, fury figured out that roadie was a scroll in this I, series okay like, that's right that's right but then like well why 
why at that point? If if it if we were kind of led to believe that they didn't start like taking over people in high powers until like during until the blip, why were they doing that pre blip? And like, I really think it was just a lot War. easier during the blip because it was mass chaos. Like before that, they had to be really strategic and work their way up and stuff like that. I feel like when the blip happened, it was like a free for all. I bet like yeah, scrolls just roll. replaced as many people as they wanted here's, at that point. So Mark, here's something we've been talking about Peter Quill on this show. Uh, I think, I think we're the, I, th- I feel like she's pretty good about this. We're one of the few, I'll say few, cause I'm, there's probably somebody else out there talking about it. We're, we're one of the few podcasts that continue to go back to Peter Quill still on this planet. And he's coming back. Ritson, after all this happens, issues a bill. By the way, he turned really heel really quick, Mark. Like, <laughs> he turned into a big jerk real quick. I really thought at the end we were going to see him turn into a scroll. Like, there was a part of me that's like, he got away and even Rhodey didn't know. And he was a sleeper cell for another. Oh, I, I'm just okay, of, coming back to like um, the bad writing. I just got this just popped in my head. Yeah, go for it. If, if Ritson was like there with Nick Fury and Nick Fury's like, oh scrolls, blah blah blah, bad. Why didn't Nick why didn't why was there no communication between them? Be like, hey, don't kill the scrolls. Some of them are good. And and instead of that, Nick Fury's like, I'm there going was. back. Ritson. No, 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 no. That dude is like, you know what? Not my problem. I'm going back to Saber. That's that's Nick Fury. <laughs> Isn't that, that Nick Fury in a nutshell though? He, he just, just goes, does his thing, and then he just pieces out. He's gone. Nick's oh, you can use my job back. Oh, you're a problem now, Skrulls. That's what I felt. Ritson issues this this bill declaring all off-world species are hostile forces. So he threatens to hunt down the remaining skulls, scrolls, excuse me, and this causes the unrest. We talked about people, you know, shooting scrolls and shooting other guardians. My question to yeah, th- that was it. As guardians, does that mean that the United States is going to hate them moving forward? Probably. And does this mean that Peter Quill is going to get hunted down in the United it's not, States? It's not off does world. This technically, up, he's, technically, he's was born on the world. He was, but it was are kidnapped. They look at him. Are they going to look at him as an off-world alien? Well, yeah. And is that going to be the setup in his movie? That's what I'm saying. Could his movie be a spy espionage buddy cop thriller? Where he's teaming up with, no, I don't Max, know, put whatever character you that's want That's too good of an idea that it's not happening because of Bob. Yeah, you're right. At this point with Marvel, <laughs> there's just no way. Sorry, I shouldn't have even asked the question. That is, that is a glorious <laughs> movie I want to see with a glorious setup to at least have you know who some, I want him to have some remedy with? from this show. But it's too good. It, I you hope I anybody talk- hears us, but it's too good. <laughs> Last episode, we talked about him and Shuri teaming up because like all of Wakanda's scrolls. Here's my new, here's my new fun idea. I want him... I want him and, and Scott Lang. That's what I want. Oh I want him gosh. and Scott Lang on the road. That would be hilarious. I want a Scott Lang down to earth, and Scott Lang is like scared to death of King, and the only person that believes him is Peter Quill. That would be actually really interesting. I really like hope a it's a serious it's... movie with those guys. And the two are the, those two are the least equipped to take him on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do hope that they start <laughs> tre- they do treat Star Lord like the Hulk in movies, where he's just like I don't need him all the time, but like at least he just comes and like helps out type of situation. Yeah, he shows up, right? Yeah, he shows up like Grover two point Fallsworth meets you know, you know. Guy and, pro- and <laughs> Fallsworth meets Guy and proposes a partnership to protect the scrolls against Ritson's bill as they find more pods. Um, and after cautioning Ritson about the unrest, Fury leaves. 
with Vara, and then they make out in front of the. <laughs> this episode sucks. Two guys. Things. This episode. No, is no, you, you had the it's opportunity so to just reveal, like, "Oh, look, it's Captain America," oh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. and then Fury goes on a ship, and that's how it ends. I'd be like, a six out of six. <laughs> Hell yeah! This show, oh, man, I, I just, I couldn't. This show was not for me. Disappointing. I have been let down yet again. And hey, know what? Know what the president started? Assassinations, mass shootings because of scrolls. <laughs> yeah, nothing like yeah. leaving the planet when there's a big race war happening on it, right? Like, there's just like Nick Fury totally caused this race war. It's his fault, and he's just like, you know what, Vara? Let's go right off into the sunset. <laughs> and P- and and Marvel was like, that's a good idea. That'll set up the Marvels really well. The Marvels is gonna suck, guys. I'm just like calling it now. There's no way that movie's good if this is what it's jumping off from. I just don't see it happening now. I'm, yeah, I'm how, expecting how, it to suck now. How, for how poopy they've done villains, I just that's my I think big concern. Iman Vellani can be the savior of that movie because I think she's phenomenal. I as, highly as doubt Ms. that Marvel. she is in the worst show ever made for Marvel. And she's a mutant. She couldn't I'm save like, that show. That, she couldn't save it. It's not her fault. No, no, not yeah. her fault. I, I don't think that was a good show, but I think she is going to be in the MCU for a long time, and I think I hope so. I think she could make it at least tolerable for sure. Not if Bob Iger has anything to say about it. Yeah, Bob Iger's a clown. This is all his fault. This is ridiculous. Hey, at okay, least going no, back to end the end of the day, we're gonna get Deadpool three, and that's gonna rock our socks off, and that's, that's what all true. matters. But here's the thing: all the movies that are rocking our socks off at this point, I mean, Spider Man. It's it's essentially based off of previous things. Guardians Nostalgia. of the Galaxy three. It's, it's yeah, based Deadpool off of three is going to be a huge nostalgia pull. Okay, that's all it's going to be. And like the talk about previous Marvel movies, Thor: Love and Thunder was a fun movie. It did it did it hit all did it hit all things? No, did it have? Yeah, it was it was good, fun. but, but yeah, it, wasn't, it was fun. I'm, I'm with you. I get like, what you're saying. Like we want we we are now at a yeah. point where it's like we want at least good storytelling. Yeah, you, we we want to be entertained, but we, like good. I think what we enjoyed with the first three movies, there were some stinkers in those first, you know. Um, series of movies, but at least the story like pushed the plot. What we haven't had here in the last phase is plot pushing. It's just kind of been like, oh, this happens. Hey, we're gonna do a movie that's three years in the future. Then we're gonna come back and be like right after the blip, and then we're really not gonna talk about. We're not gonna really try to intertwine everything. Everything's just happened on its own. Like it, we're going through a big emotional crisis right now. That's what it seems. You just like. A lot of things there that are really right. I mean, Disney. <laughs> Disney really, really has abandoned things that got them where they were. So, for example, I, I, I was listening to the Snow White actress the other day, and she's talking about her and um, oh, who's playing the 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 Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot are talking about the prince isn't going to save her, and she's saying she's going to realize she's the leader her dad tells her to be, and that's all fine and dandy. And I'm not speaking against women being in leadership. What I'm simply saying is the original snow white story what got snow white to the pantheon of pop culture of its time was that story and you can't abandon a quintessential piece of your story for the sake of a political agenda and or trying to change the narrative i mean you can you just can't expect it to be good but that's my but that's kind of the point i'm making here is i think marvel is doing the same thing now they are abandoning what got them to where they were which was you nailed it mark 
they left a thread every time at the end of every movie for the next movie to just pick up and go. There's no threads. It's just a gobbledygook because Kang Dynasty, that's the whole point. It's a bunch of gobbledygook put into a soup against one guy. And maybe that was her intention, but like you said, with Jonathan Majors being in hot water with a ton of stuff, it's like maybe that's no longer... And maybe they're going to... Hear me out. Maybe this is why Deadpool 3 is being pushed to come out earlier. Maybe they're going to retcon some stuff. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do that. Yeah. I just, I don't have faith anymore, Mark, that Marvel has a plan for the yeah. next thing. I'll, I've, I'll I've lost faith in Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, uh, I appreciate your service. You're Daddy great, Feige. It, it might even be time to consider the next person. Like, I'll go that far. I think this is just getting out of hand, guys. This is like, if they couldn't handle it during COVID, then... They might need like it's it's a doggone travesty that James Gunn's gone. They were so I was, long. Oh man, I'm with you 100. percent I was thinking about this other day where it's like, like now that you say like you should have had Kevin Feige step aside or like go up a level and like kind of just be more consultant and have James Gunn take over. I think he's he would have been perfect for this. He would have been on the path like yeah, we're gonna it's gonna be me. We're gonna over. I'm, I'm sure Feige's done this and like oversee everything, but I'm gonna get a group of directors. We're just gonna stay solid and we're gonna get this whole phase done and move from there but i look at like greta gerwig who just did barbie and if you want to hear my thoughts on barbie we're going to do an episode on it we also do a patreon and i gave a non-spoiler review in that but like greta gerwig just wrote a an incredibly dense political satire about feminism and the patriarchy with barbie and it didn't hit with me in full way in, in all the ways but i will say this it was incredibly well written and it's a barbie movie it's a Barbie movie, guys. Like, how can Marvel... Ryan, I think of Ryan Coogler and what he did in that first Black Panther and his dialogue about just culture with people of color and how T'Challa just stood right opposed to a feeling that a lot of people have. A lot of people have what that villain had in that movie. And he wrote a character that stood in the face of it incredibly well and courageously. And I just, Captain America, and I think these heroes that they built on, they're not getting back to it. They're abandoning the key points of these heroes. They don't need to be the same people, but they made Thor a fat guy, and then they made him an idiot. And and I just don't think that played, guys. I just think, in the, in the, and they're, they're, they're doing the same thing to Hulk. They're, they're just, they're abandoning what got them there. And Disney now will have to pay the price. And... I just think there's other options for Marvel. I think there's other ways. I just, I don't buy it anymore. I'm not buying it. And their female characters are not earning the right to be the hero. They're just being given it for the sake of being given it. And that's really hard for me because Captain Marvel to me is a great hero. She did earn it in that movie, but the full audiences didn't feel that. They didn't feel that. Miss Marvel, they, they didn't feel it in that movie. Uh, I think with Ray, they didn't feel it with her. I just, I don't know. I don't know. And it's, it's weird to see this movie where Nick Fury just sits the whole time. He's an old man. <laughs> Sam Jackson's old. I mean, we've, we've talked about it a bit over the past year. We're seeing just a general interest decline in superhero movies i mean and we have the flash that only made like oh, 200 brutal. million you know all these superhero movies like box office numbers are are receding and barbie's gonna make a billion dollars barbie 
I mean, Ant-Man, Ant-Man made 108 million on its opening weekend, guys. Like it's still these movies it's, still well, have yeah, power. It's, it's, it's not, movies still right. got power. It's not like it's dead. It's no, not it's dead. not dead. It is not. No, I agree. DC movies are dead, Isaac. It's <laughs> what you're really being saying. Well, you're making a great point here, Isaac. You're making a really good point. You're you're making a point too of like, look, Marvel still owns owns this. They still they're oh, yeah. in charge. Yeah, they're There's in charge. If Barbie can make a billion dollars, you can reinvent the wheel a little bit and start making I agree. good content that is going to make a lot more money again. Like Barbie's it's kicking the crap out of a Nolan movie right now. They're gonna, a lot they're of people think see. this is the best one. Well, it does does also doesn't help that Oppenheimer is rated R. Like that's always going to hurt you in the box office. Right. And I For think an R rated movie, it's Nolan. It is. But it's Nolan. Yeah, but it is Nolan. So like he's got that. Phenomenal. Um but that's where I, I go back to like I think we'll see in a big tick in ticket sales with Deadpool three, but that's, that's pulling nostalgia with it too, but it's going to, I think that'll be a billion dollar movie if, regardless if, they, if it's good or not. If they don't let Deadpool three be a Deadpool movie, people will go ballistic guys. They'll be devastated. That will be the end point well, for a lot of people. The, if they make a PG 13, the shit will have to be, it's like he always reacts when he gets bleeped out. No, it has to be R. I think I know, I know, but like that—that's your only saving grace. Is you because he's supposed to be, you know, like she. Well, he did it first in a sense. Uh, well, actually, anyways, skip that. What I was gonna say, but yeah, uh, Deadpool's gonna have to be self-aware if they make it PG thirteen that he always comments when he gets bleeped out. It has to be R because Wolverine needs a true R-rated movie. He He got it with Logan. Did you not see Logan? No, he did, but I'm saying he needs a like joint superhero movie, not the Uh. futuristic. That's its own thing. That movie is its own thing. <laughs> shut, shut up, Mark. I was trying to make a point here. Mark, I don't know if you've heard this, but it's called the multiverse. <laughs> huh? Okay, so then, what? okay, just what? at this stage, at this juncture, because I feel like this conversation will happen until the end of eternity. <laughs> what has been to you the biggest nail in the coffin for Disney? Has it been Disney Plus, Jonathan Majors, or just going with certain characters that are just aren't, aren't a hit? Or something else that I'm missing. Are you Isaac, what Disney, do you think is the biggest Disney in general or like the MCU? I'm confused. what's what's the problem with the MCU? What's the biggest thing that you're I think it's look back their on right honestly, moment? I think it's their choice of um delivery for for their content because what we found is that these six issue miniseries are just not a good way to deliver a full story like they're trying to cram so much into these tiny i mean and these episodes are 30 minutes maybe you know like we go to like she hulk and they're less than 30 minutes like very short episodes six like if you're gonna do that just make a movie just make a movie you know like it, Mm -hmm. it didn't work secret invasion was kind of the well obviously we have we have loki season two coming out later this year but like secret invasion they must have made i don't know the schedule of filming and stuff like that i know a lot of the disney plus um shows got filmed kind of at the same time during covid but they must have known that these shows were not doing well by the time they filmed secret invasion so i don't know man like that's that's the biggest thing for them to me is these the format of the delivery of their because they their characters are great castings have been great i i really enjoy all of the castings and the characters that we're getting 
we're just not getting good stories for them. The the origin stories are are not engaging, and people have not been enjoying them. So, Isaac, can you tell me the best show on ABC right now? On ABC? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I cannot. Tell I'm, you I'm making more of a point that like I don't think ABC knows how to do television right now. Oh right, okay. I mean, it's oh. Grey's Anatomy. I'm looking at their list of who's there right now. The Rookie, Grey's Anatomy, tell you. Um, A Million Little Things was terrible. Uh, I've watched that. Justified, which is on FX, is really good. I haven't watched a network um, TV show for a very but, long but time. But I'm kind of making, I think that's kind of my point. Um, what We Do in the Shadows is really good. I know people like that a lot. Um, Archer technically is under the ABC umbrella. And you made the point earlier that like they can make good content. Mandalorian is a good show it's the it it could be the best like some people would say it's the best show ever it's not like they have not put out anything good on disney plus that's i mean they have good content but they just gotta figure it out i think my opinion on the shows especially with the marvel is if you're gonna do six or eight episodes in this realm you gotta make it at least 45 minutes if not 50 minutes Mm -hmm. you gotta make it count yeah make it count then it gives more I think it gives you more room for better storytelling, but if you're going to go to a 30 minute or let like the 30 to 22 minute route, then you give us 12 to 15, maybe 18 episodes. Right. Like treat, we'll treat see, it like we'll traditional see. cinema or traditional yeah. TV. Not and just we'll like see if they've learned from that, I guess when daredevil ends up coming out, cause that's 18 episodes, right? Like if that's they ruined daredevil dude. Episodes. If they ruin Daredevil, that's just going to be... I, it's gonna, I really, really, really hope that they've learned I'm, from, from I don't buy that they have. I, I am dreading Daredevil. I am dreading it right now. Because I just don't trust them. I don't, I don't like about it, honestly. I don't but trust I would, them. I would say, I would go back to what Isaac kind of mentioned is, I think this should have been a movie. Yes. This would have yeah. been better served as a movie. Yes. But maybe their I thought agree. was like, oh, people yeah. want to come see... Uh, and then they would definitely be like instead of guy getting all the powers, it has to be Brie Larson that should or Captain Marvel that yeah. shows up. So yeah. So what were you guys' ratings of the of the full season or the full series, Secret Invasion? I, I mean, now I'm going to put it at a three out of six. Max just being irrational and emotional right now. <laughs> That's but just how he does things, Mark. You know? This get, show, man. This show just like it's like Wandavision though. It's just like how do you, you build up Wandavision for that? a two, right? I gave it a two over out of six. It's it's not worse than WandaVision. I, I alluded that it could be at the beginning. I don't think it's worse than WandaVision, but I do think three out of six is fair. It's in the middle for me. It's right in the middle. I'm I not would, calling it bad, but I'm not calling it good. I would still give it a five out of six. I think overall, like it's still as a show, it was entertaining and it did tell a good story. Did it did it end the way I wanted it to? No, and I shouldn't probably judge it ex- that's not exactly oh stop don't you, that's not show. what i'm saying that's I not what I'm, I saying. I'm not i'm giving my opinion max okay, well, not don't your allude, opinion don't allude don't don't say it that way because that's not well, what max i said is dumb with his opinion because he's emotional <laughs> um, <laughs> no i just i just think like right. I, I always go back to you know our our good old friend scott when he's like you guys you specifically me the opinion bros ruin like let your expectations run wild and then it ruins the experience for you and i was like he's he's right it, it no. definitely has done that and it's definitely done it with one of the people in this group that's <laughs> max mosher true with this mo- no that's not true you've this never show- you've never let your emotions and how we've 
how we've built up a, how an ending should be, and then it doesn't. Does that happen one hundred percent? Do yeah. not even. Wandavision. I'm not even. I'm not. That. I'm not refuting Wandavision. Wandavision was different. But they say it's a three out of six. And I had it's... string on my wall, and I had all these newspaper <laughs> clippings that had nothing to do with each other. Mephisto was, was like written and on the smoked. walls. Like, I only the smoked house. when I was in that room. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I just. I, I really, great. really think Mark. Like I just. There's so much buildup to the. the they're the ones leading me. They're the ones saying, look out for this, look out for this, look out for this. And they're not giving us tangible answers. I'm not looking for the massive splash panel of every Marvel hero fighting in New York City against Super Scrolls. That's not what I'm looking for here. I'm just looking for a cohesive story. Isaac, I would agree with what you're saying. This could have been done in two and a half hours, build up Amelia Clark a little better throw her on the circuit with nick nick fury you could have definitely pulled in brie larson at the end yeah. come on guys this was i i think my reading of this comes down to a 4.5 out of six i think the tone actually i really enjoyed the tone throughout the show the last two episodes just honestly sunk it for me um it 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 was a pretty good show up until those last two episodes then they just had a hard time landing the plane, which again is, I mean, this is every show we talk about this where they build up this and we're like, how the heck are they going to end this in a good, satisfying way? And they, don't. And they just haven't been able to figure it out, honestly. Yeah, like, not good. It's, it's a little disappointing. So underwhelming, but I still think overall it was, it was decent. It was solid. Samuel Jackson does a, a phenomenal job. And I love the, like, you know, kind of, there, there's a lot of people I saw online complaining about how um, it's boring. And I did not think no, it was boring. No, I did it not wasn't think boring, it was boring no. at all. So, yeah, I thought they did a great job. Just, just weren't able to pull it all together. And for the record, I never thought it was boring, Isaac. I will yeah. say that. Too. I, yeah, I know. I never, I've never mean, not to you guys. You no. guys are pretty pumped about the first three yeah, we episodes for sure. We liked so. it a lot. We, li we liked a lot, but then they sucked at the end. Being, uh, also, going to Barbie and seeing Kingsley Benadir in there versus his role in Gravic is incredibly... the They're complete Shocking. opposite characters. They're completely oh, opposite people. It's hilarious. Okay, that's one... Also, sorry, I don't even know if I mentioned this before. That's another thing that I hated about this finale is killing off Gravic was just like... Come on. Like, this is exactly what we would have expected. When Robbie watches the show, he's going to be livid. We called <laughs> yeah, you will be. at the beginning, Mark. We said this was all going to happen. We said she's going to fight him at the end. He'll kill her. She'll have these powers. And Nick Fury will use her as Talos when he dies. We said that episode. We literally said all this episode four. Yeah. And it happened. Except we didn't have him making out with a scroll in the final scene. <laughs> and I'll gotta tell didn't you call that one. With Mark on our podcast, I'm a little upset that we didn't. I'm actually surprised I didn't say it. Are you sure about that? We may have to go back I, to the records. We'll have to go back in the archives. Go into the, tape, yeah. the quote Max yeah. one last time. The anals of the Infinity Rose. <laughs> oh, There's one time it was an accident. <laughs> was it though? Well, I'm hard to tell. Were you in my brain? Did you did you put I, me in the scroll machine and maybe replace me? Maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe, a scroll. Maybe right it was now. a scroll. Maybe it was scroll max. <laughs> scroll max. Max scroll. 
Max Grohl. Well, Mark, thanks for coming on and uh, chatting about this. It was awesome doing this, se- this season with you, and hopefully there will be a better version of this uh, storyline down, lo- down the road. Well, I hope that happens soon. Sooner <laughs> rather than later. <laughs> thank you. Can't wait for that and show. Isaac, Isaac, thank you for joining us. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. You, you didn't bring the vibe down. I got to tell you. Good. Were you worried? I, I just I, want you to know, were if you, you were worried about that, I, I want you to know you were a great addition. <coughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Infinity Bros. Universe, wherever you listened, however you, li- however you listened, thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. As we talked about at the front end of the show, you can check out all the things we talked about in our using our link in the show notes. Connect with us. What did you think of this? Are we wrong? How emotional am I being? Shoot us an email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we will see you guys later. We love you 3000. And uh, see ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.